Ramesh, the author, uh, co-author, along with Ram Das of the book, uh, a fabulous book, and, uh, and the book simply called Being Ram Das. And uh, like I said, I picked it up and I started reading little segments uh, in different parts of the book, here, there, and everywhere. And it was um, really well done. And for me, I, I got involved maybe a little after they did in a spiritual quest back in the late 60s, as did you, even before me. And uh, <clears throat> so seeing how it played out over 50 years or more for Ram Das and uh, for the author, uh, it was, it, it's fascinating, it's interesting. And, and obviously Ram Das had a, left a very big, important imprint uh, on, on the planet, on his generation. And, and I think it's carrying forward. Uh, and so for me, it was uh, really, uh, you know, allowed me to reflect back on the, the, that, those decades as well. Yeah. So uh, very well done, worth reading. And if you didn't go through that period, read it. I mean, it's, it's very, it'll give you a, a taste of it for sure. No, I, I agree. You know, um, Ram Dass really, as I said in the interview, loomed as a, you know, a really important historic figure in the cultural and spiritual evolution of, you know, our era. And, you know, he was, he was a prototype. When he started teaching, when he came back from India, uh, there weren't that many Westerners taking on that role of being yeah. exponents of, you know, Indian <clears throat> philosophy and uh, hosting satsangs and, uh, and all that. There were, of course, there were already TM teachers and yoga teachers and people in, you know, Westerners in Yogananda's lineage and, and Vivekananda, all that stuff was going on, but it was minuscule. The floodgates would open up afterward and Ramdas was a kind of prototype of a Westerner doing these teachings responsibly and in a in a in a way that uh, really did justice to them that that was an he was an important role model in that sense the other thing and I meant to bring this up with Ramesh was one of the things that you know made him made Ramdas beloved was um, he kind of didn't take on the guru role in the right. sense of having disciples. And he was very <laughs> candid about his own struggles, his own challenges, being a spiritual person in the world. He had a great, you know, his humor was a big asset. And, he, and, and a big uh, target of his humor was himself and his quirks and his personalities and his, you know, the, the 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 madness we all deal with the crazy little neuroses and everything and that we hope to overcome on the spiritual path he made all that um acceptable for all of us right, to, right. to deal with right and also at that time he was a harvard professor and then timothy leary came they were harvard professors so they were held in high academic esteem and they were taken seriously and they really pushed into the limits with the psychedelics and whatnot and then uh, they, they uh, both were relieved of their duties, uh, <laughs> but they moved on and they continued to have influence. Uh, I, I think there was there were some differences in that Ramdas uh, actually uh, very much accepted and respected a traditional guru-disciple guru relationship where uh, uh, that was less for uh, Timothy Leary. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, and look, the research that they were doing back then 
is now being done in a very controlled way at John Hopkins and New York universities and other uh, yeah. uh, well-known and well-respected research institutes because uh, uh, psychedelics were obviously very uh, misused and uh, there was a lot of uh, bad ending endings uh, with it. But uh, uh, they, because of that, the, the initial research, which led one to believe that maybe they could be helpful in certain circumstances in certain contexts uh, was gone. And now I think that's coming back yeah. Yeah, and again, in, in a responsible, controlled way, uh, uh, not like it was back then. Well, but it started out that way. It started <clears throat> right. out responsible and controlled people like Stan Groff and, and at first Richard Alpert and Tim Leary and an old, you know, late friend of mine, Oscar Janiger was, you know, a psychiatrist doing those studies in, in LA back in the fifties, you know, and then early sixties. And they were, you know, once it hit the streets and, you know, the government shut things down, uh, it took a long time for responsible research to start up again. But then, when, when did, but I have to ask, when did you interview uh, Rob Das for your book, American Veda? Well, the book was published in 2010, so it must have been 2008-ish. What was this health on, situation? It was on the phone. It was on the okay. phone, so I couldn't see him. Well, he had already had the stroke and was living in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And I remember, but he was, you know, he's there. But it, it was one of the interesting things about them is, about that, was he, he knew because of the stroke, there was sometimes a gap between his wanting to say something and being able to access the words and expressing them. So because we were on the phone, he warned me before we started the interview that there may be moments like that. There may be that I, you know, he wouldn't be able to speak. Right. And he, he said, just, you know, wait, just be patient because he said sometimes it's like I have I'm sitting in the lobby waiting for the words to arrive, you know, in the hotel. Lobby. Yeah. And, and it was like that, that there were pauses. But, you know, because I had been warned, but it was it was lovely to to be able to get his perspective on all that. Uh, and I, you know, quote him in the book. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, of all the Westerners, his impact on American spirituality has to be right up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, because, uh, you know, the other teachers and all were from the East or from overseas and then came yeah. or they or, or it was the students. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, although he did he did have a teacher and all. And, and again, you had mentioned it. A couple of other interviews you'll find in our archives. Mirror by Star was very close. Right. And, and Larry Brennigan. And Larry. And Jay was referred to as a uh, as a brother, you know. They were, uh, you know, very, very involved in, in the same time and yeah. uh, fascinating stuff. There's great, a very great. important uh, phenomenon. And, and one thing people don't often realize, but, you know, it comes up because I, I, I teach classes and stuff based on American Veda. And I always play a clip of Ramdas speaking about meeting Neem Karoli Baba and all that. And But when he was in India, searching around and then finding Neem Karoli and being at with Neem Karoli at the ashram, it overlapped the Beatles being in India. 
Oh, really? Just, yeah. You you say you're 68? Yes. And, and, and that confluence, I mean, these important Western figures being in India at the same time, and, and then the impact of those journeys coming back and resonating in the West. It's a fascinating right. thing. Hey, I, I remember the story Larry Brilliant told, the way he met uh, Ram Das was, he was in India at the ashram and he, he was online picking up something. Uh, and uh, I think Ram Das was being sent the first copies of uh, Be Here Now. Yes. What, a, what a great story. Yeah, there are a lot of great stories. And Ram Das was a great storyteller. He was a tremendous mm -hmm. raconteur. That's why I, I, I asked Ramesh, because, you know, as an author of books and, and as somebody who interviews people, and as I said, I, 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 I ghost wrote a memoir of a famous athlete. And, you know, the stories are great, but stories change in your memory over decades. Right. It's like I wrote, you know, my novel is the, that I published is based on my own childhood. And after a while, I didn't know the difference between what I was, what actually I was remembering and what I created in my, my mind over time. I had to, you know, and I, I, they, it's very hard to separate those things. And if you're writing a, you know, a piece of history like this is, you know, you want to, you probably have to go back and- A good reason to keep back. a journal. Yeah, so you know, fact from fiction. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I think this is a very important book. Um, I, I agree, and I'll show you the back of the book, which has yes, uh, love everyone, serve everyone, remember God, tell the truth. Here we are, Dennis, telling the truth up. for our listeners. Yes, uh, February, end of February, twenty twenty-one. Uh, hopefully, we're on the tail end of the pandemic period. Let's hope. And uh, we go back to, but I think it's been a period, not unlike the uh, late 60s, where it was upheaval, tremendous change, but it also uh, motivated people to go inward and maybe motivated people to spend more time listening and, and to our to, podcast. And to do something useful in the world. And right. that's, that's serve everyone part of it. Ramdas modeled right. that too. He, he did. Right. They, he, Larry, and, Larry Brilliant. Was and, and a lot of the people who life, were. Yeah part of that cohort, including Ramdas. I mean, Ramdas did a lot of hard work working with the dying and, and the, you know, the Seva Foundation. And that piece of it is something also that those of us uh, on a spiritual path should, should emulate uh, and it's needed now. And what, one of the acts of service people can do is contribute to Spirit Matters. Oh, thank you for saying that. <laughs> Just go to spiritmatterstalk.com and uh, uh, if you want to contribute, again, we're not a nonprofit, it's not a donation, but we will, uh, happy to receive your contribution. And we, we have a great, what do we have? 250, 300 yeah. interviews in our archives. Now, the opportunity to see us on video. See us. This is, you know, those that are listening, if you go to our YouTube channel, which is soon to be up, uh, you'll get to to uh, see. Uh, well, by the time people hear this, it, it should be up, and and that people's contributions made it possible for us to convert and also have uh, video as well as audio. Can so convert thank you. from audio to video because when you say convert, could mean any one of a number of things. Okay, <laughs> we have both audio and video now. 
All right, Dennis. See you next time. time. Thank you.